Yo, what up, Nashville? Three HL is on the air. Britt Doherty, Don Davenport. Hey. There she is. On Zone TV, you'll see her standing. She may not be in the shot yet. She was getting... Uh, Max in the shot. Getting there. She was getting um, active shooter training downstairs. <laughs> Y'all, that was fascinating. I'm telling you, man. I... I Listen. Safely know how to choke you out now. This dude, <laughs> this dude, Brink Fiddler, Defend Systems. Came and talked to all of us, and uh, certainly appreciate him. He's awesome. Um, grew up in Nashville. Uh, it said, um, when were you at UT? I said, mid-90s. He goes, you ever go to O'Charlie's? I'm like, what? He goes, I was a bouncer at O'Charlie's. Nice. I was like, Love that place. better there than maybe across the street from time to time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, great dude. Um, but, yeah, he, he taught us all kinds of things, like how to dress wounds and, and things like that. And yeah, how to save somebody's life. How to choke people out. Tourniquet. Less than seven seconds. Who did you choke out today? Uh, Rhett B. <laughs> Rhett B. Oh, I got a pic. Yeah, I got a picture of. I got a picture of him choking me out. I think we need to put that out there. I think so too. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let me put. It. I mean, Slay was like, "Oh, that's." <laughs> that's I mean, he's yeah. got you there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy about Don having this information. Or <laughs> yeah. Not. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm very happy about having this info. There's producer Joe Hunk. What's up, Hunk? I'm definitely not happy about her having this information. <laughs> yeah, you should be. I should. I'm not. You're in deep trouble back there. But. Happy birthday to your beautiful wife. Thank you. Happy birthday, Tori. Tori. Twenty-one again is why I'm. I am legally going to say. But yes, her birthday today, and the flower company messed me up because they delivered her flowers a, a day early. Oh, they delivered her flowers yesterday instead of today. I was no, like, "Come no, no, on!" No. You say, "Hey, babe, you're so special. I want to hit you the day before." That, that's she turned it into a positive. <laughs> She's like, "I get them a day early." Really, I, I yeah. would have turned it into you. Really didn't know when my birthday was. You sent them on the wrong day. Trust me, I made sure of this. Made sure of this. And yes, that sounds like something my wife would say as well. Um, and then we have this guy over here, Ron Slay. Hey, Watch him put on the show the garden tonight. And they're going to win by seven or more. Oh, my bad, Ron. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm booking it. Hunk, oh. record that. Yeah, oh. book it. Got it. Oh, see, what had happened happen no, was. Oh, Let me tell you Listen, if they would have gone like eight for 40 from three. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this. Everybody pay attention. Everybody pay attention. I told you I was worried about that game. Listen, don't be worried about nothing. Every like four or five games, they're going to have a game where they don't shoot well. Book it. Book it. That's right. Hey, listen, I'm telling y'all right now. The way you get this back. Oh, without question. The way you get this back, you got Arizona coming into your house. They'll still be ranked probably 11th, if not higher. You spank them up. Then you go to Bridgestone, spank up the, the, the little kids from down there, West Tennessee. Spank them up. Those little tiger people. Yeah, you spank them up, and then everything's all good. It's going to happen, man. The thing I say is, they didn't do good either. (laughs) Like, they were horrible as well, Texas Tech was. But I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, 44 to 44 going into overtime. Hey, man. You win some, you lose some, you learn. You live to fight another day. (laughs) That's that's all I got for you. That was a horrendous, a horrendous. 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 I mean, you you gotta put the horror in horror horrendous. Horrendous performance. Performance, man. Well, I thought, the ball. I thought Vescovy was going to hit that three to win the game. He was Vescovy last night. Yeah. <laughs> See, if he would have been Vescovy, he probably would have made it. What I love now is every time somebody says his name for the first time, they have to pause. Like, even Bob Kessling was v- v- Vescovy. V- Vescovy. Like, the, the, Vescovy. dude, the thing yeah. is, it's okay to have bad shooting performance. 
But having the bad shooter performances don't matter if you can hit the one that matters the most. Like Josiah Jordan James to tie it up. He did. I was like, what? No, no. Oh, good <laughs> shot. <laughs> right. And then Kennedy Chandler, you want him to keep on penetrating, but he attracted two, and you got your highest percentage shooter on the wing to seal the game. And what does he do? Nothing. I'll do a thing. Send us to overtime. So, I mean. Do you want one positive you, about yes. Tennessee basketball? What? And granted, look. There's they, a lot of positives. Though. Yes, there are. Oh, they lost yeah. to Villanova. I think a lot of people yeah. are overreacting to the Texas Tech thing. But, uh, bad, but listen uh, to this, too. It's a it was, long. It looked bad. Yes, but it's a long season. It's a vi- oh my god. So what are yeah. you tournament time? And and we're kind of getting a gauge on what they are. They had a bad shooting performance. Now, how yeah. much of that had to do with travel? I mean, yeah. let's be, let's be real. It went a long a long way. Well, they went to Colorado first. Then they went to New York yep. a day early. Yep. Lifted, played. Yep. Like so that is kind of a grind. But anyway, they're number 1 That's in America out. in defense. Mhm. They strap up. They strap up. You just got to make sure Bab said it coming into the game. Texas Tech's blueprint is defense. Like, that's that's what it is, especially when you're 6'6 six, six to 6'10 six, across the starting lineup. Kennedy Chandler was beating this guy, but because you're not making shots, the help was there to help. I hated the <laughs> like secondary was, charge calls. Yeah, oh, that was, that was But uh, this is another thing. Pat Adams involved in any University of Tennessee games? Promise you, it's a 30, 70% chance that we, <laughs> the 70, we lose. Like I'm, I'm Pat Adams, something else, boy. I'm just like in football, it was a Lava Matthews forever. Hey man, I'm telling you, dude. Pat I mean, he Adams made he made the man. call that Jabbar Gaffney caught the touchdown pass and he didn't catch it and beat Tennessee in Neyland Stadium. And then and then Coach Fulmer, I think from what I hear, got it to where Lama Matthews never worked another Somebody Tennessee game again. He went Adams. to Vanderbilt. Matthews did. Somebody need to get Pat Adams like that where he don't work a Tennessee game ever we, again. We've got the Titans injury report. Uh, real quick, Toy Field, a success yesterday. Thanks to a lot of you guys that were able to uh, go over to Nissan Stadium Thank and you. bring toys and gifts for kids and seniors for the uh, uh, Salvation Army's Forgotten Angels program. We really appreciate you guys. And then we see the picture at about 6 o'clock. Jim Nance and his family Here we go, Jim. showed up to Toy Field, which means... The first thing I thought of was, oh, that's pretty cool. Jim Nance listens to the zone. And for a lot of y'all that did, there you go. So I immediately think of that. I think yes. of Frank Caliendo doing uh, Jim Nance's voice. But uh, for those that don't know, he does live in Nashville and has for several months. And, mm-hmm. and uh, has been around town and trying to. Glad to have you, Jim. Get him get himself into the community, yes. And uh, thanks for listening to the station, Jim Nance. It is uh, but, to Tampa to go work with Tom today. Thanks to all the people that came to Buffalo Wild Wings uh, in Franklin where we were and, and dropped off presents as well. Um, really appreciate that. So, uh, success, Toy Field, every uh, first Tuesday of December. So, um, mark that down. Uh, injury report. Davenport, would you like to do it or would you like me to do it? Is it long again? Well, I mean, it's always long. I've actually got some people practicing. Hey. Um, you can do it. There are only five did not practices. Hey. Tommy Hudson, tight end, did not practice. Jack Rabbit Jenkins did not practice. Why you roll your eyes? I didn't mean to. David Long. It's your not. natural Jack Rabbit Jenkins reaction <laughs> yeah, over there? Yeah, right then. Yeah, yeah I, I'm Vrabel sorry. today acted I'm like Jack Rabbit wasn't going to be back anytime soon. Yeah. David Long, hamstring, did not practice. Elijah Molden did not practice. And Tier Tart did not practice. Uh, limited, Danigo Den- Autry and Harold Landry. Limited. Landry with a hamstring, Autry with the knee. Full participants. Thank you, Beth. Yes. I liked it. 
A Danny. Jayon Brown. That breaks a string of uh, 3HO guests who failed to practice the uh, next day. Okay. That. I'm like, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> don't don't but, jump but he on He did that practice yet. the day after being on 3HL. The that's after, that's yeah. the first time in a long time for a 3HL guest. That is Good job. Nate Davis, full participant. Rashawn Evans, full participant. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Rashawn Evans? Probably. Greg Maben, defensive back, ankle, full participant. And Jeremy McNichols, full participant. So uh, the Jaguars actually had more players that did not practice than yeah. the Titans. Now, this doesn't count the IR guys, but uh, anyway. Josh Allen uh, didn't practice. Malcolm Brown, Miles Jack, Marvin Jones, Marvin, Brandon Linder, uh, McCray, and Norwell uh, did not practice. So um, that's your injury report. When we come back, um, Coach Mack will jump in the mix, and we'll talk Titans football as – they hit the stretch run now. Five games left. What are you going to do? Doesn't Who are you? Define yourself. We'll talk to Coach Mack next on 104.5 The Zone. Three and tell, 104.5 The Zone, a Wednesday afternoon. I thought it was Tuesday all day. Why is that? I don't know. We leave tomorrow. We leave tomorrow. We're going to Army-Navy game. Football in its purest form. Hunter first. This is for you. Stay here. I can't wait. Here we go. Army's won four out of five, I think. And before that, it was a Navy run. Army's pretty good. They're favored by seven and a half in this game. But that's not the point. We're going to shine a light on this uh, yeah. uh, this rivalry and this uh, football tradition. By the way, I had, because I tweeted out that we couldn't wait, we were going and I had uh, Ron on Twitter, who actually is sure, a huh? retired Army veteran. So, Ron, thank you for your service. Not Ron Slay. Uh, no, yeah. sorry. Ron, Ron Radcliffe. I am retired. Um, anyway, but he said yeah. it's not an important game for anyone anymore. Maybe for cadets, they can't even drink at the tailgate at the game. How fun is that? But my response to him was 100% you're wrong. It is. I have Just a, watch it. It's so I have so a cool. nephew who... Uh, is at the Naval Academy, and trust me, it matters. It matters. Not to mention, you got a bunch of athletes who are highly intelligent, mm-hmm. competitive, who uh, winning always matters, clearly. And then he came back and said, no, winning matters. My point is, it's not a big draw for the college football in general population. The world. Yeah, and I said, but it is. It's the only game on. Yeah, it gets great ratings in Nashville. Great ratings. College game day is there. It The pageantry of it is awesome. On the Intrepid. Game day, I think, is going to be on the Intrepid. We're doing our show on the Intrepid, um, which is at Pier 68, by the way. It is so cool that... It is a big deal. It's it America's is, it game. Is and cool to watch. The broadcast is phenomenal. The stories they, do a really they tell great job. it's just it's it's amazing. So I mean, it's football in its purest form too. Most of those guys aren't going to play pro football. Most of those guys are gonna go defend our country. Um and and you know, it's mano y mano. Like it's me against you at the line of scrimmage. And and this is the most important athletic event I'll ever play in. Like I've talked to so many people that I know that are my age that played in that game. Mm-hmm. And and the importance is is not lost on on most people. And if you have a question about it or don't think it's anything or whatever, just watch it. That's all you got to do. Watch it. Um, it. It is absolutely phenomenal. This will be my ninth. Slay hasn't been. It'll be my first. Yeah. 
So I was talking to Rustin Webster the other day who works for the uh, Atlanta Falcons now in the scouting department. He's going up with a bunch of his buddies. He's never been. And he's looking forward to it too. And I told him, this is what I say to everybody. Like, it's it's a sports bucket list thing. That's what I keep hearing. I'm going to keep my bucket on it. Um, it's in New York this year, so yeah, we're leaving tomorrow night after the show. We'll do our show Friday uh, from up there, and you never know who might pop on. Um, so um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, here's Coach Mack. I know he's going to pop on. Coach Mack, Dave McGinnis from Titans Radio joins us now. Hey, Coach Mack, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm jealous that y'all are going to that game. I know y'all do it every year. Ron Slay, you're in for a real treat. That is, uh, that is, that is way beyond cool. Uh, everybody in the country should watch that. Man, I can't wait, Coach Mack. I'm, I, Brent and Dawn have been telling me about this since SEC Media Day, so I, I, I can't wait for this. No, it, it, everybody, everybody in the country needs to watch that. I mean, that is just just what Brent was describing. Uh, and I've talked to you know Brent and Dawn after they've been up there. It's that is so solid, so great. Yeah, looking forward to it, uh, Coach Mack. Uh, Titans obviously with the bye week, and and I asked Mike Keith the other day, and I'll ask you uh, how. What what was more important, maybe the 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 mental break or the physical break? Both. I mean, this team needed both because when you get your when you get your off off date this late in the season, and especially going through what the Titans have gone through injury wise, it is much needed. Because I I promise you this, and uh, you know, uh, Don and you and Ron can can voice in on this as athletes. You know when you when you're when you're experiencing a uh, rash of injuries on your team, and you know you have a good team, and you continue to try to hold it together when numerous uh, people are getting injured and you're having to fill in, that wears on your mind as much as it does on your body. And so you know they got some people back at practice today. Yeah. You know I was there for the whole thing. Hopefully we can get some more back as the week goes on. But now, now guys, we are into a a, a five week season that is, is, is clearly one week at a time. And, you know, all the national shows that I do, people ask me, what kind of team do they have? And I said, well, it's an eight and four team. And they said, well, what do they need to do to get back on the winning track? I said, get their dudes back. They've mm-hmm. got to get their dudes back. And you're not going to get all of them at once, but uh, some of them will help. Is it hard to flip it back on, though? Like, as you get these guys back, do you immediately just, you know, return to form? Like, how challenging is it to, to get back and acclimated and ready to go? Brent, I think it depends individually on what the injury was okay. and, and, and who the individual is. You know, if you've got a veteran player, it doesn't take them as long mentally to snap back into it because, you know, they've been doing it for so long. And really, as I say, the younger players, well, sure, I mean, you know, if you've got somebody, a younger player, that's only played this many games in, in the league, it takes them a little bit longer to get back into lockstep. But the big thing is, is what was the injury? What was the injury, and then how fast can you get back up to speed? They practiced at a pretty good speed today. So hopefully they can continue that through this week and into the weekend. And, and that's the thing, Coach Mike, getting, getting your guys back – with this time off, I think a lot of people have been able to look at it, the fans, everybody included, looking at it and to be able to point the finger. But I think it all comes back to us saying, man, the people haven't had their guys. Like, a lot of people are like, man, Tannehill got to do better. But well, Tannehill has to have his guys. I think this reset not only is good for the mental and the physical, but for the overall aspect of the fans looking at the game as well. Well, yeah, and let me just you know, let me give a, 
a, a statement that's going to cover all of that. First of all, in the National Football League, that's just what it is. Look, this is a great game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in it all my life. It's a great game. It's a brutal business. It really is. And so you've got to be able to win no matter what because, you know, you don't get 80 or 160 chances at this. You get 17. And now we've got five left. And so regardless of who you have out there playing, you still have to find a way to get it done because the chances of, of, of being able to rectify losses get slimmer and slimmer as you get towards the end of the year. But, I mean, it just stands to reason. They're your good guys for a reason. They're good players. And when you lose good players, you know, you can, you can take a certain level of losing players because the chances of getting hurt in this league are 100%. But what happens is, is when you start adding good player upon good player upon good player that starts missing a legitimate amount of time together, then that's when it starts to get to a tipping point. Dave McGinnis with Titans Radio. With Isn't this a fascinating year? I mean, tw- you know, as we sit here, the Titans are eight and four. Um, but but there isn't, you know, that one or two teams that's run away from everybody. Like there there are teams out there that ha- that are exceptional at some things that have big holes in other situations. Like I think it's been a fascinating year so far. Well, that's the National Football League now, right? I mean, because I mean everything is is gets pretty equitable as the season moves on, and you've got you know, and and it's so important as to when you play people, as to your health, what your health is, and also what their health is. And as I say, that, that, that makes a big difference, you know, in this game. But everything's pretty even to start with. That's the way the parity in the National Football League was set up. It's clearly working. It's worked for a lot of years like that. It's even, it's even more so now because you don't only have the injuries that you're dealing with. You know, your teams are still dealing with COVID, too. And so all of that stuff, you know, adds up. And what you have to do is you just have to try to position yourself to be able to make a run. What everybody's trying to do, all three of you guys know this, you're trying to get in the tournament. You're trying to get into the tournament. Do you want the better seed? Absolutely you do. But at the end of the day, what you really want is a chance to get into the tournament. And what you really want to do is win your division so at least you're guaranteed a home game to start it off with. Coach Mack, all right, uh, Jags, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, development from him so far this season, what have you seen? Well, I, I think it's been very uneven, Don, when you watch him. and I've watched all their games. It's been very uneven. Now, they've lost some people, too. But, you know, with a, with a number one pick and a rookie quarterback, and, and, and people ask me this question all the time, and I'm sure you guys have gotten asked this, too, because – you know, we vetted the we vet the draft together. You know, getting ready for Titans Radio draft. You know, people ask, you know, would Mac Jones be the same guy with another team if he'd have been taken earlier? And the answer is no, because he would not be going to the same type of team. He went to the best team possible at the 15th pick. Look at his situation. The other guys were going into places that really needed help and needed help. And sometimes that's a lot to put on a rookie quarterback. So I would say his development. He's still athletically done what we all thought coming out, but it's, it's been very, very uneven. And clearly, I mean, you know, you're, you're, he's sitting there at 2 and 10. I would, I would just go back, though. I've got a long enough memory and a long enough tenure in this league to know that when Troy Aikman came in and Jimmy Johnson took him, he was 1 and 15 his first year. He was the same dude. They just weren't very good around him yet. This guy, Trevor Lawrence, is going to be a good, good player. Are you still seeing fight from them? Because I watched uh, Red Zone this weekend, and, and – 
they fell behind 10 nothing and then scored to make it 10-7. But it looked like once that there was separation and score, there wasn't a whole lot of fight out there. That's me saying that, not you. Well, yeah, no, and, and, I, and I, I, I can't say that. I, I watched, I watched the whole game too. Yeah. Then I went back, and then I went back and, and and dissected it. I can't say that. Here's what I can say is, is that the Rams have better players than they do, and eventually, eventually yeah. that was going to that was going to take over. Okay, and so sometimes, especially later in a game when people are getting boat raced. I mean, let, let's say this, Brent. I know, I know, you guys also watch the Patriots game, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now. That that you know the weather was was crazy, but that was a fourteen ten game. But if you watched it, you would say, well, you know what, New England just beat up Buffalo and made them like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and so I, I don't think there's ever any give up. I just think what happens sometimes is if you've got the better players, and then you do get and and, and the key phrase that you said was separation of score. Then what you are able to do. You're playing into your opponent that has separated that score. You're playing into their hands. Now they don't have to, they don't have to honor the run. Yeah. You know on offense, yeah. defensively, you know they can just cut it loose with four people. They can play coverage on you, and then when their offense gets the ball, they are not in any type of of stress situation whatsoever. Now that makes a difference as you go into the third and fourth quarters if there's a big separation of score. That makes a difference there, Brent. Dave McGinnis on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline presented by Farm Bureau Healthplans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Healthplans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. I'm glad you brought up that hey, Buffalo. Brent, 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 yeah. Brent, let, me, let me say something first about Farm Bureau real yeah, quick. Randy Wilmore, do you know, does a great job there. But look, we would not have Coach Mac Bobbleheads unless it was for Jane Ann, <laughs> who is his right-hand person. Jane Ann's getting married to Thomas this weekend. I just want to give a shout-out. I know they always listen. Shout-out to Jane Ann. Congratulations to you and Thomas. Uh, and again, as I said, there would be zero circulated Coach Mack and Titans Amy bobbleheads if it wasn't for Jane Ann. So, Jane Ann, good luck this weekend. Listen, man, uh, how smart are they to wait until after the college football season? Very, very – that's a strong play there. Well, they're, they're, they're football people. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's go to that New England-Buffalo game because yes. I was watching it from a Buffalo standpoint, right, because I may or may not have had a couple of ducats on that thing. Uh, but I also wanted New England to, to draw back a little bit and, and for the Titans to be in first place and all of those things. Man, that was frustrating watching New England roll through roll through Buffalo without throwing the ball at all. I mean, throw three passes, completed two, and you know what's coming, and it's still hard to stop it. I mean, that, that was frustrating. First of all, I hope you bet the under, then you were all right. Okay, the other thing the other thing is is <laughs> Hey, you'll have Slay to talk did not. <laughs> you'll have to talk to Mr. Slay about that. Slay wanna answer? In his defense, he did uh, place that bet prior to seeing the weather. Yeah. Okay, we'll get off of that now. Congratulations, if you want. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing with that with that game, with that with that game. They ran two runs, Brent. They ran two runs. I can I tell know. you, they lined up in I four. They lined up in I formation and ran power O. Let's talk some ball. Power O down down on the tight end side. Uh, lead up with a fullback, bring the guard around, double swab in the hole. They ran it time and time again. And then when they started loading up inside on that, then they then they, they brought X into a tight split on the backside, which is the split side of that. And then they ran toss T crack X tight. 
That's all they ran. That's what they ran. They ran that to the to the tight side, the power hole. They ran toss tee crack to the open side, and they made it work up and down the field all night. That would not have been a fun film session for the Bills. Like, hey, that's that. Seriously, that's why you watch the ball game. That's why that's why McDermott was out of his mind. He was out of his mind because look, as a defensive coach, when somebody can do that to you. Just line up and say, okay, how about taking some of this? You know, both to the to the tight side and to the open side, time after time, that takes your soul. I mean, that sucks the soul right out of your body on the sideline. That's why he was out of his mind on the sideline. See, Coach Mac, that's what I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm looking at it like, hey, man, at some point, at some point, they're not going to pass the ball. They're running, 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 and running. Like – you I know mean, what's coming. You know, Coach Mack, they lined up at third and five. Sound and then like a quarterback a, sneak. Sound like a man that had and, minus and so, three. Well, hey, Ron, Ron <laughs> let me just say this now. They had they had as many people up on the line of scrimmage as you can. You can't put any more up there. But when, when you are doing <laughs> knockback, I am sure, I am sure that I can point to times in your career yeah. when you could back somebody down the cylinder so bad time after time, they knew what you were going to do, and they couldn't stop it, yeah. correct? Yes, well, you're right. That's what, that's, what, that's what was happening there. I mean, they knew exactly what was coming, and they just took up – they took it in the face for 60 minutes. <laughs> that's why I say that just that, – that takes your – that takes every bit of everything out of you because as a, as a defensive coach – and as a football team, that not only demoralizes the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball is sitting over there in 50-mile-an-hour wind, freezing, going, what in the hell? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get so, off I mean, the field. No, <laughs> and they, 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 knew, they knew exactly what was coming. And still, the way it was, it's and butts for candy and nuts, right? Yeah. A couple <laughs> of passes, the bills are still in the game. Coach Mack, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just gave a great analogy. That's what I would do to people. They know I'm backing them down. And I still would, like, this would happen to friends, people that I'm cool with. We talk about it after the game. And they would say to me, man, we just want nothing we could do. What you mean? It ain't nothing. You a man, ain't you? Are you a man? Well, stop me, man. Like, I, like at some point, Coach, man. No, Coach. Uh-uh, Coach. I, I'm with you, Coach. You know I love you to death. I'm a man, Coach. I, I don't care, Coach. What? Ain't no man about to do me like that over and over. And over. They got to stand up. Man, they, come on, man. Hey, hey, Ron, that was the problem. They were standing up and he didn't have to. Hey, y'all, did, y'all didn't even have two plays with Jerry Green, did man, you? Man, no. Y'all know what it is? Transition. Throw it inside. Let's go to work. Shoot, hey man, that, hey boy. Hey, hey mm. when you know, when you know, and you you know this. I mean, Don played collegiate sport. When you can look in your opponent's eyes and know that you have them, it's, <sighs> you it's a lock. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. And that's exactly what the Patriots saw across the line of scrimmage from them up there. You ain't lying. That's exactly. You are right. Can, can the Bills get it back I, going in time to go to Tampa Bay this weekend? No, I hope the Bills get the brakes beat off. <laughs> yeah, I'll be too. Me too, too Coach. NFC versus AFC, right, Coach? Me too, Yeah, 100% right. I mean, <laughs> the Bills, I was, all, I was all for the Bills until they 
until they they took it till it, the game was over. So See, forget the Bills. As I said, I hope the Braves get beat man, off so bad down there. Well, hey man, I'm talking about man. Put, take me out my soul, but take my soul out my body and put it in somebody. You gonna get a Coach Mac? Because that's exactly what I feel like, Coach Mac. Man, y'all just y'all shouldn't win no more games. That's what you gonna do? What? Whoa! Hey, whoa! You can't do that, Coach Mac. Man. Well, they grabbed well, that man by the collar and said, hey, man, I'm coming down your throat. Stop it. Whoa. And they let him do it. They, let me tell you what happened. They couldn't stop it. No, they couldn't, Coach. Hey, man. How much fun did Bill Belichick oh, have in that game? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to run two plays yeah. on your ass. Hey, you, you, you think, and first of all, you know, here's where, here's, where, here's where Bill Belichick's mad. He's mad that he threw three passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't need him. Didn't lying. need him. You ain't lying. Could have won a game without throwing a pass. Nope. Oh, man. Oh, God. I mean, mm. was, I'm sitting there watching that going, all right, well, this, this line to here, power hole. Okay, here's Tosty Crack. Power hole, Tosty Crack. Power hole, Tosty Crack. I mean, it wouldn't be real hard to figure it out. They couldn't stop it. Coach Mack, I don't know it as deep as you do, and I'm saying, uh-oh, here it comes. And it, <laughs> it can get simpler than that, Coach Mack. Run right. <laughs> Run hey, left. Hey, that hey, easy? Let me tell you. Let me tell you who else was saying, "Uh oh, here it comes." Bill's defense. <laughs> there he is, hey, Coach Mack, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Man, guys, hey, enjoy the enjoy the trip. I'm I'm jealous. That's a cool trip. I'm glad you guys are going again. We'll Ron, you'll love it. Oh, I can't wait, Coach. We'll paint the picture for you on oh, Friday. Without question. Thank you. See you, guys. All right, there's Coach Mack on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. I'm going to drop right in on this sleigh emotion. I'm, well, I'm with when Coach we Mack, come back. Boy, hey, man. Boy, that's crazy. What happened to Tennessee last night? They crazy. Slay will tell you but next I gotta, on yeah. 104.5 mm-hmm. Design. That's what I'm Three H L one zero four five is home. Yo, you okay over there? I'm good, man. Well, you were channeling uh, Buffalo Bills Patriots watching Slay there. Hey, man, I'm telling you, dog. Like, man, at some point, I I never understood this in sports. Like, you know, and when you know what's coming, yeah, you can't like, stop you, it. like, dude, figure like, it out. Yeah, you got to do something. Don't just get your head beat in, man. Get up and fight. Like, where's the fight? Like last night, that rhyme. It was a fight last night. Who, where was the fight for who last night? The, Tennessee? Yeah. And, I, now, They're I'm fighting not, themselves on yeah, those Yeah, and I'm not man. talking about the, the three-pointers. That's because both teams shot terrible. Both teams played defense. The thing that you can't give up, and this comes from a young team, and I'm not even going to necessarily say being on the big stage because the other team was on the big stage too. Mm-hmm. But their NBA guy stepped up, Terrence Shannon Jr. Remember I kept saying, mm-hmm. keep the ball out of his hands. Keep the ball – that dude can play, man. I'm telling you. I, I saw that boy when he was little. Watched him, watched him all the way up. Tennessee recruiting him too, by the by the way. But um, Chicago kid. But what can't happen through this all, through the entire game, it was a stretch where the game was in the balance. They were missing shots. Tennessee was missing shots. The runouts that continued to happen over and over and over by Terrence Shannon and the other guard. The rebound would come off, and Texas Tech, Texas Tech would out outlet the ball, and it was it would not be on the dribble. 
it would be straight like you're taught when you're little. Rebound the ball, catch it over your head like Wes Unseld and, and Bill Walton, like Spin Kevin it. Love. Yeah. Spin it and get it there. That's what they were doing. They got like six, six, uh, four to six buckets like that with no guard getting back. So that's so the shot goes on. up. Two guys are running. You hit them at half court. There they are. No, they hit them at the other three point oh, line. Three you know point what I'm line. saying? Okay. Kennedy Chandler, Santi, where are you at? Victor Bailey Jr., where are you at? And I guarantee they're in film study this morning and they're getting their, well, this afternoon, getting a butt chewed out about this. You know what I'm saying? You can't make those mistakes because those are details that get you beat. Free throws, rebounding, defensive balance. Get you beat every time. That's what they didn't have. When they finally had it, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? You take them buckets away, and then they all, they went to the line 25 times. I mean, and they went 15 for 25. You went, what, 15, 8 for 15 or whatever it was. That's a problem, man. So you got to figure it out. But going down the stretch, at some point, remember I said, we were talking about Memphis, I think about a week ago, the problem's not going to be in the – backcourt for Tennessee. Our guards will outplay them. It's the front court. Memphis got some NBA guys in that front court. Now, whether they're going to give them the ball and Penny going to coach them up, that's a totally different subject. So, was that the biggest concern for you is that the shots weren't falling, but they had to keep shooting them because they don't have anything down low. Right. There's not, like, a second move. Especially against this length. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you run against this, like, something has to give. If you're not making the shots and you can't open up the floor, they play a defense similar to what Virginia plays with 6'6 six, six across the board. Their point guard is 6'6. Six, six. They had 12, 10, and 9 in rebounds. The two bigs and then the point guard, who's 6'6. Six, six. Like, it's, it's, that's different. That's different, man. So you can beat them one on one. But exactly. Effort and energy. You know what it is. You're going to go with the small lineup like they did last night, went four round one. Get in there and fight. Victor Bailey, you can see. Listen, man. All you got to do is one person, we talked about it last year, Babs. Coach Barnes, he ain't going to sugarcoat it. Right. He ain't going to sugarcoat it in the interview, and he ain't going to sugarcoat it in that locker room when he's talking to his players. You can see if you just watch him, but they keep the camera on him long enough. When he takes guys out the game, you want to know why they come out the game? Just read his lips. They'll tell you. Man, you're not, you not rebounding. You're not playing physical enough. And you, I don't care how many shots you hit. In his system, you ain't playing. You ain't playing. In my system, you ain't playing. It's, it's part of it, man. You got to be a dog. You got to be a dog because it's going to be like you little. You're little. Victor Bailey Jr., you're little. They're 6'6". Six, six. They're little. Go in there and fight, man. You want to play, don't you? So if they're not offering what Don keeps saying, in, effort, effort and energy. Why you out there? Because everybody was missing. I mean. Come on. You're 6'9", buddy. What you, why you not Ooh, rebounding? I forgot about him. Yeah, exactly. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Focus on the only one that's out. You're always going to get effort from him. It's like 10 and 8 from him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to get that from him just being out there because he plays with effort, regardless of skill or anything. But Kamwa, remember we were talking over the first two or three games? Dude, we got you. We got a hook shot down low. We got a turnaround. Uh oh, we might got somebody to lean on. Man, ain't been nowhere to be found. I thought it was games. interesting, too, because they would go down low to Fulkerson and he wouldn't just get double teamed. There'd be three guys on him. Yeah. So in that deal, you got to get the ball back outside, which he did, and then you got to swing it. Yeah. So you get to the open shot, and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't. They would jab. They would pump fake. By that time, everybody was retreated back to their man. That's right. And now you got to start back over. And then Fulkerson, (laughs) this is what I was talking about, like with him overachieving and everything he did. Man, this is a great kid, man. He just ain't got that go-to guy mentality. You know what I'm saying? Plays better without that. He was getting the ball in the post and banging and banging, but you're not going anywhere. You can't face up where they're going to respect it for you to shoot it. You're not going to get the up and under. They're the same size as you. 
They're not going to jump. They're just going to wall it, make you shoot over them. And more athletic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And that's no knock to him. It's just but guys like He's got to be the extra guy. There you go. The guy right there in the dunker position or somebody cutting. You're going to be all right. He's got to finish, man. That's all. Kamwa, Huntley Hatfield. Y'all can do that. So where are y'all at? What you going to do? Well, they weren't in there in the exactly. second half. Reason being, because you letting them out rebound you. The big fella, Oates. I forgot how you say his name. All in Oates. Yeah. <laughs> You got me going to holler out, yeah. Yeah, hauling Oates out there. But, <laughs> but he was the, their big man was down there working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On both ends. So once you control the paint like that, even though the game now, we see all the time, the game is spread. Still, just like football, all the skill guys and everything matters, the game still won in the trenches. Still won in the paint. Yep. If you can't rebound, you can't play. Right. Simple. Six so how much of that is yeah. on Rick Barnes as a coach? You know what? You know what, Babs? I think it falls on him to an extent, but at the same time, I can't make you go out there and do it. But what I can do is take you out the game to see if I can put somebody else in that can do it. The problem last night was anybody I was putting in couldn't do it either. Well, and why like, is Whoa. that, though? Because they still... weren't prepped for it? Is it because, oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you want to go deeper yeah. – then maybe you can put now it's a one time thing, right? Right, right, right. If right, it happens again, you got a if it continues to be an issue, you if that problem. if that is the norm with Rick Barnes teams, yep. then maybe you can say, Okay, there's an issue here mm-hmm. staff wise. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's not, if it's a, hey, we just didn't perform in this game. Right. I, I and I don't see that it's happening. Good. We talked to Garrett, we know they're prepared. Uh Garrett is a strength and conditioning coach. We know what they're getting out of them. You can look at Huntley Hatfield's body and see what they're getting out of You can look at Eros, Eros, however you want to say their names, man. Listen, y'all know who I'm talking about. Man, you can look at his body and see the control in his body. He's good. You know what I'm saying? They're ready for the fight, but what you what you got to do to start it? Remember, they came out slow against Villanova. It was like, I guarantee they won't come out with the same energy the next game. North Carolina, they hit them in the mouth. You see what happened. That's why it's important to play opponents like this early in the season, especially when you're there still you trying go. to figure out what the rotations are. There you go. There and you and go. now you're starting to see uh, both point guards playing together, mm-hmm. um, which you mentioned when they go small, that's what they do. Yep. yep. There, there's there's not a scenario where Ziegler needs to shoot nine threes. No. Right now. Uh-uh. See, that's, now, that's I get he's, he's from the Bronx. He had never been to Madison Square Garden. My man was going to shoot the ball. Listen, yeah. Mayor, I ain't never been to Madison Square Garden. I probably would have shot the ball. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, that's part go, of it, We too. could go this weekend while we're in New York. Ed Sheeran's performing Christmas songs. That, that, that might be. <laughs> Wouldn't that I'm be a, something I'm for a, your I'm first a, trip I'm to a, Madison I'm Square Garden? Sheeran, I'm an Ed Sheeran fan. I, 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 I like Ed Sheeran. Well, his first album. I ain't really been on him enough. But, <laughs> what about his Christmas album? Yeah, I ain't see. I ain't really faded. It's Christmas. Wouldn't that be a great Ron Slay first trip to Madison Square Garden? Wouldn't everybody like get backstage with Ed Sheeran, drinking bourbon with that guy? But that's, hey man, (laughs) that's what I'm saying though. Like I expect this team to come out the next three games before they they got some opponents, man. Yeah, but they got two games before they play like the juggernaut of Arizona. So, like you said, man, seeing them play these teams early in the season is going to prepare you for the SEC because boy. you talking about strong. I remember what what when we just talking about. Um, I said like you can get eight teams in this SEC in the NCAA tournament, and the, the conference that looks like it has the most parity right now is the SEC the top current, to bottom. The current number in bracketology is seven right now from the SEC. So, and, I mean, and it started at six. Impressive. The, yeah. the other thing is when when you have 
like it almost feels like Rick Barnes's teams are very different year to year too, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's because of the roster. But when you have a team like this one and you're going to shoot that many threes, there's going to be nights where you're not hitting them. So what's the next move? There you go. Because there's got to be a next move. Because that's what's going to happen in the tournament. Yep. Like I told Buck this morning, his teams that really succeed are teams that he can get a guy, a guard and a big man that can isolate the game and they can really perform on the elbow. Thinking back all the way to Texas, and everything Marcus else Aldridge. is secondary. Yeah, 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 like Kevin Durant, he'll put him on the elbow. Grant Williams, put him on the elbow. Robert Hubs, put him on the elbow. Like it don't matter who it is, if you have that talent, you are gonna get the ball right there. And then you got a guard that can get down heaven hill. Kevin Punter Jr., T.J. Ford, D.J. Augustine, Daniel Booby Gibson, Jordan Bone. Like, it's, the list goes on and on for success. So, got to figure it out because he got a guy. But one of those front court players has to emerge. Titans-Jags by the numbers. When we come back, 615-737-1045. You want in at 3HL1045 on Twitter.